Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Podcast with James Buckley. Just trying a new intro there what do you think i think it's good and i think it's uh, we're back to our normal names this week i'm jalal, yeah. jalal hartley um yeah and, and you're it became a bit confusing didn't yeah. it people have been um getting in touch and ask asking me if i was naked and um and stuff like that but so uh, we have actually managed to confuse people as to who's who good okay jalal so uh, the big news big news this week is that uh, the FA Cup semi-final teams have been drawn? Watford against Palace at Wembley. Yeah, very at exciting. Wembley. Are we going? Yeah, I think it'd be silly if we didn't go and cover and try and cover it for the podcast. It'll be amazing yeah. because the one and only time we went to a match together was Palace Watford. That was my first ever match. I didn't know anything about football, and now that I'm a Watford fan. We can see what it's like. I could be rooting for one team and you can be rooting for the other team, but hopefully we'll both win. Yeah. Unfortunately, that isn't a uh, possibility. Isn't it? Why? One team has to win. One way or another. It can't be win-win? No, it can't be a draw. Oh. One team has to win. If the teams are still tired, there is extra time. If the teams are still tired after an extra half an hour of football, it will be decided by penalty shootout. Uh, which are nerve-wracking times. But Mm. good news for this podcast is, one way or another, one of our teams will be playing in the FA Cup final for the biggest English Cup competition, which is exciting, isn't it? It's very exciting. Um, So it sort of works out, it's worked out sort of well for me. Obviously, I want Palace to win, but I can take, through you, I can take some enjoyment of the fact that Watford might be in the final as well. If so. Watford don't win, then yeah, obviously I want Palace to win. You know, you're almost a friend, and so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, likewise. <laughs> the feeling's mutual. Hey, Jalal, what have we got coming up on the show? Coming up on today's show, we have the show menu. We d- oh, I've done the show menu, cross that off. Followed by Buckley's £3 bet. We delve also into the world of fantasy football to see where the Buckley's ball boys are still top of the Dream Team podcast league. And we're also joined by stand-up comic plus Man United fan Ishan Akbar. End of show menu. I've got I've ticked. I can tick all of those now. But before all that, Jalal, yeah? it's time for the news. Lewandowski lobs yoghurt at police. Is this a euphemism? (laughs) I hope so. Let's find out. Bayern Munich and Poland striker Robert Lewandowski has become one of the world's best goal scorers. But it turns out he was a bit of a wrong'un when he was younger. Lewandowski has released an autobiography entitled My True Story. And the poll said, 
I repeatedly borrowed my mum's car. I know now that wasn't right. I was underage and had no driver's licence. He knew at the time, surely. What, he was underage? Yeah. I remember not being old enough to drive, and so I didn't. Yeah. Did you... (laughs) Like, you've got to be the biggest moron in the world to go, hey, let's take my dad's car out for a drive. Yeah. Nothing bad can happen from that situation. No. He doesn't have to say, like, I know now. that Like, he's not running for president or anything, and somebody's just dragged this up. Yeah. And he's decided he's decided to own it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. All those people that that were outraged that I joyrided when I was a child, I agree. You're completely right. But I know now the error of my ways but and also, I'm a better person. He doesn't need to say he had no driver's license. He can just say I was underage. Obviously, you haven't you're not going to have a license if you're underage. Lewandowski claimed he would drive the car round <laughs> at 200 miles per hour. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I just guess I wasn't a thrill seeker when I was a kid. I just sort of followed rules. And he would regularly throw yoghurt pots and banana peels at the local police station. Just asking for trouble. Yeah. You're an underage speeder throwing yeah. yoghurt pots a, at police. Chucking a muller corner at the fuzz. <laughs> what was the worst thing you ever done as a kid? Was you ever in any trouble? I stole some cheese from a shop. <laughs> Who are you? Who was that cook that was doing the same? What's his name? Oh, the bloke with the little ginger beard. Ant- Anthony Morrill Thompson. Mmm, <laughs> silly bab. I, when I finally got released, um, yeah. the, the one... Did they laugh you out of the station? No, they gave me they a caution. They don't throw the cheese no, at you and say, thanks for wasting our time. They gave me a caution. Right. Um, when I finally got out of the cell... Uh, the the one wheel of camembert that they hadn't managed to find that was down my pants was beautifully runny. By, <laughs> by the time I went out. so I went home and had it with some crusty bread. That's a good joke. <laughs> it's absolutely true. <laughs> More strikers behaving badly, this time former Arsenal forward Carlos Vela now playing for Real Sociedad in Spain. Uh, Vela missed training last week claiming he had gastronitis. <laughs> Just took a guess at that. <laughs> Just took a wild stab in the dark. Yeah, the doc reckons I've got gastronitis. <laughs> Keep all this in. Vela missed training last week claiming he had gastroenteritis. However, someone posted a photo... On Twitter of him later that night at a Chris Brown concert. That might have been a euphemism for his, right. <laughs> for his problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I weren't in. Uh, weren't in yesterday. I was at a Chris Brown concert. <laughs> if, you get, if, you, if you catch me drift. More strikers behaving badly. Yes, it's become a regular feature on the Dream Team news. Time to talk about urine. Mansfield's Adil Youssef has just been handed a five-match ban for urinating against the back of a stand. Youssef was warming up as a sub away to Plymouth at Home Park and had to relieve himself. Mansfield manager Adam Murray was angered by the length sorry, of the ban, um, claiming <laughs> Plymouth stewards and substitutes showed Youssef to the place he could pee-pee out of plain view of the public. Have you ever pissed in public, Jalil? Uh, yes. I've done one better. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Oh, I, th- I took a shit once. 
<laughs> no, what it was, right? Um, me and my mate, we went to see uh, fantasy football. Uh, Badil and Skinner. Yeah. We left and we went and, and I we went and got this big massive KFC, and it was so big that it would it sort of um, taken up all the space in my stomach, <laughs> and it and it had prematurely pushed what wasn't quite ready to come out yet, like it sort of forced it out. It was lucky enough that I had some KFC wipes with me, and um, I was in trouble. Like I was I was not going to make it. Yeah. We'd left KFC and was heading... We were trying to find the train station again. We got a bit lost. And I was sort of going, this is disaster. We're lost. I really need a poo. Uh, and there was this really... There was this dark, sort of like leafy... Um, what I, I thought was a forest. No, it turned out to be a private road. Right. Like literally, like I did a shit and then walked for five seconds and then realised that... And then turned around and then I could see exactly where I was. <laughs> And I'd just taken a poo right in the middle of this, like, really posh estate. And it was a summer day as well. So the heat was, like, really kicking up the, the stench. It was sort of... <laughs> and what happened after? You just walked away? Just walked away. I had a wipe, walked away. <laughs> that's my public story. For, I guess that's uh... the end of that news story. And that's the end of the news. OK, it's guest time on the podcast. They're words that make sense. Joining us is one of the brightest stand-up comics on the road. Uh, he's far too intelligent for this podcast. Uh, I'm sure we are about to be found out. Uh, I, mean, I am feeling vulnerable. I do feel vulnerable around intelligent people. But it is Ishan Akbar. Thanks for coming in. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Do you want yeah. me to ask some of the questions this week? Just to sort of share the load... What, uh, why have we not been doing that? No, it, well, normally you, you do shoulder a lot of the burden for, for asking the questions. And I just, I'm just i just saying I'm here for you if you want me to ask That's some sweet. of the questions. Yeah, well, by all means. We don't, good questions. See, we're not like the magic sponge. We don't have like a sort of um, uh, aggressive relationship. It's very symbiotic. Yeah, I like that. Hmm. Well, it might be a development opportunity for you as well. Oh. By asking questions, you develop yourself as an interviewer, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And I, I believe that this podcast should be about personal growth. Yeah, absolutely. Everything we do should be about personal growth. <laughs> You're we so should, right. We should grow every day. So I've got a bone to pick with you, Ishan. Right, go on then. I'm told you were born and raised in East London. Oh, here we go. I know what's coming. Yeah, you do. And you deserve it. I know what's um, coming. But you're a Manchester United fan. Yeah, I am. Come on, you Reds. Um, it says, the question I've got is, why are you a Man United fan? But I think that's obvious. You are a glory hunter. No. They, they were no. winning everything at the time. No? no okay, go on. No, no. The, the story is that uh, I was playing football with my cousin, who's a West Ham fan. This is when I was six years old and knew nothing about football. And he said, I'm West Ham, you're Man United. I said, okay. And I stuck with Man United ever since. And it just happened to coincide with a lot of success. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> you both seem unconvinced. <laughs> no, because that, that, unfortunately, that was just quite a. That answer made sense. So, um, <laughs> That's literally what happened. But I've gone yeah. to see West Ham on a number of occasions. I've gone to see Dagenham Redbridge once and never again. But I've seen. I grew up in Dagenham. I've seen. I did you? Where in Dagenham did you grow up? Uh, across the road from Folds. Oh, right, yeah. I'm in Chadwell Heath. Oh, okay. 
Yes, just down the road from the Eva Heart. <clears throat> I've frequented that a few times. Jalal, do you want to name a pub? <laughs> <laughs> name a pub? What, in Dagenham? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the Crown? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah okay. <laughs> Is that one? The Moby. Like, probably. Moby Dick, yeah. Moby, Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Yeah. What's your tipple? What's my tipple? Uh, <laughs> well. Did I sound cool? Yeah, it sounded well cool. <laughs> I, like, I like a good lager. A bit of a lager lap. But I prefer, this is going to sound so poncy, but I do Come like on. a red wine. Right. Of an evening, after a gig. I've, I've only recently um, got into red wine. I think it was maybe about five years ago where I very first... Don't look like that, Jalel. No, it's just, I'm confused. This is going to be a funny he, story. No, 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 no I'm confused because Ishan's been scratching his leg for about 30 seconds. Sorry, now. I'm so sorry. Can <laughs> you hear it? What's wrong? Yeah. You, oh, I'm so you, sorry. What's man. wrong with you? I don't know. I've just got like a bit of a dry skin. Scabies. <laughs> Not scabies, but a bit dry skin. Sorry, I didn't think right. you could hear it. Yeah. That's unbelievable. As a deaf person, that is, for you to be able to hear me scratching my leg. Well, there's a microphone. Yeah, but my leg is all the way down there. There's microphones under the desk as well. Oh, are there? <laughs> Everything's mic'd up. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so sorry. There's one in the seat. That's could very be. high tech. We only started putting microphones in the seats because James started doing a lot of his um, comedy <laughs> uh, from that end of his body. <laughs> right. So, well, um, many people will probably say that that's where my career has come from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen in the Palace v Watford... Uh, FA Cup game. Oh, so the FA Cup semi-final Wembley. With mm. Wembley, you never know. Like past form doesn't really count for anything, but on current form, you'd fancy Watford, wouldn't you? It's so funny with Palace because at the beginning of the season, Pardew was like, "All oh, right, we're going to go for Europe." As soon as he said that, the players were like, "No, we're not." <laughs> just, I didn't like it. I didn't. They just I didn't stopped like playing. It at all. Like all the football pundits were going, "Yeah, Palace are definitely in the top eight. Uh, that just made me nervous. I was. I just wasn't. I didn't. I didn't want to say that. And now, what are we? Fifteenth, and Watford are fourteenth. It's a difficult game to call, but on current form, even though form doesn't count for much in an FA Cup semi-final, yeah. I'd have to go for Watford. Mm. Yeah. But, but either, I, I like. Uh, I think uh, Watford's manager is inspiring. Kike Flores. I've mm. got a bit of a man crush on him. I have as well. You look a bit like him, actually. If Kike, if, if you, I think that's why. Yeah, twenty <laughs> years ago, I think you would have looked a bit. Yeah. What twenty years ago? <laughs> Uh, he, if if yeah, he was twenty years younger, yes. Sorry, right. <laughs> <laughs> whoops, yeah. I didn't articulate myself properly there. But yeah, if he was twenty years younger, you'd look because you're you're, do you know, you're very good looking. Thank you, you're you a good looking lad. He's got beautiful eyes and something something sort of holy about him. Yeah, I quite <laughs> my my oh, that was really sensual. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. my um yeah, my uh, first man crush was uh, Roberto Martinez. Who's that? He's the Everton manager, and then he lost his hair. And it just wasn't as attractive anymore. Really? And now we've got Pep coming in, haven't we? Pep Guardiola. Bit of eye candy for the lads and lasses. Even though this is supposed to be like a lad football banter, football lad beer banter football podcast, (laughs) it does reduce to this quite a lot. (laughs) Like We have have played Snog, Marry, Avoid with football players. (laughs) I'd love to play that. (laughs) Go on then, why don't you play it then? They're just—they're quite handsome football players on, a lot of the time, aren't they? Because they're all athletic. They keep themselves trim. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with admiring a, a handsome man. Who, okay, who's better looking, Ronaldo or Messi? 
Well, probably Ronaldo, yeah, but he's annoying because of it. See, I'd rather have, I'd rather be in a relationship with Messi. Yeah, me too. So you'd marry it, Messi. Yeah, I'd marry Messi, but if if it was, if it was just a no strings attached, just a, ho- a night in a hotel room, one Tinder pro- match, pro- probably 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 go with Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> I'd go with that. <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't expect a call the next day. You know, I wouldn't expect a call back from him. I think he'd just use me. He'll take you for a nice seafood dinner and never call you again. Dream Team Europe time. Dream Team Europe returned last week. It's covering every game in the Champions League and Europa League. There's a hundred grand's worth of potential prize money. Let's remind people of our team names. Barclays Magnificent Ball. Boys. And Bob Real Madrid. Yum, 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 yum. Let's unseal the lid on Bob Real Madrid. Yum, yum, Okay, so last week I was bragging about how my team, Buckley's Ball Boys, were joint top of the Dream Team Podcast League. Well, guess what? I am still top and current reigning champion on course to win uh, a cool slice of that hundred grands of pounds. (laughs) Hundred grams. Was that good? (laughs) It's very good. Yeah, I want to trade a hundred grams of pounds. <laughs> you what? Yeah, hundred grams. Buy buy a hundred grams of pounds. Is that um, how they talk? Yeah. Yeah. Sell. Buy fingerless gloves. Put all your money into fingerless gloves now. Sell hairnets. <laughs> Man, hairnets are crashing. Shit! Get me out of hairnets. <laughs> Pull out of hairnets. Vaginas. Are... <laughs> <laughs> Vaginas are crashing. Pull out. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be. Able to... I don't think I'm gonna be able to carry on. I'm outright top. I now have a four-point lead over Elliot Woolley and his team, the Money Store Two. Oh. Uh, please get in touch with us at Dream Team FC on Twitter to explain your name, Elliot. Uh, big thanks to Cristiano Ronaldo. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Aldo and former Palace man Nathaniel Klein, who are my top scoring players. 
Bilal, as we know, you assembled your team using the lowest amount of money possible. Oh, yeah. But you invested the rest of that in Bovril stocks. Now, I would expect to be last. What position am I? You're not last. Well, second to last, then. No, you're fifth from bottom. That's amazing, considering I've, I, I've bought basically the worst players. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Maybe sometimes a... Oh, you mean maybe they're cheap because they're doing it for the love of it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well done to Ben Taylor Day, whose team, the Dirty Randies, were bottom of the league last week, but have leapfrogged Bovreal Madrid and others to make their way out of trouble. Oh, bottom of the league is Tony Smith and his team, Bubba Moomoo FC. Tony only... <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny. What's, I don't know what, it, what does it mean, Bubba Moomoo? I don't know. Just <laughs> something a child would come up with. <laughs> Tony, only... <laughs> it's like a five-year-old boy. It would be like, yeah, Baba, Baba Moo Moo. Tony only joined the league last week, which means he starts on zero points. And um, all the good names were taken, I suppose, by then. All the, yeah, I guess, yeah, I can only assume. He's so confident of winning that he's waited until uh, I've gotten a 100-point lead over him mm. before he decided to join. Mm. Uh, so, good on you, Tony. I, I admire your balls. Thanks to everyone for entering... You will continue to hear me bragging until someone can knock me off the top spot, but I uh, don't think that's going to happen, do you, Jamal? Uh Well, I don't know. I mean, Ben Taylor Day with the Dirty Randies, he's, he's made uh, leaps and bounds, so... Ben Taylor Day, he's going to be posh, isn't he? Yeah, he sounds like a musician. I thought he sounded like an acoustic troubadour. He sounds like someone that owns a PR company. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking okay. estate agent. They're always like two, like two names, apart from Foxton's. <laughs> yeah, Bearstow Eves. This is a good. This is a, a good bit of podcast, isn't it? If Just trying to think can, of. A... If you can think of any estate agents that only have one name, please contact us at Dream Team FC on Twitter. Dilly din, dilly don. Dilly din, dilly don. Dilly din, dilly don. LVG, are you a fan? Is he doing enough? Was it what? Is it him? Is it the players? What's <clears throat> happening in Manchester United, and why aren't they dominating football anymore? I guess I'm one of the few United fans that's still backing LVG. And the reason okay. I'm backing LVG is because he has spent a lot of money in a short space of time, and yes. that team needs a bit of time to get used to one another, get used to the Premier League. A lot of them come from outside the Premier League, and also in hindsight now. Getting rid of Moyes, what difference did it make? Yes. Not a lot, really. So just stick with the manager and yeah. give him at least three years, maybe four, to try and do something. Yeah, I thought Moyes was going to have backing. I thought they were going to give him that time. He signed a seven-year um, contract, didn't he, when they signed? When they well, that's the thing, it. because, you know, famously it took, um, it took old uh, Ferguson to a couple of years to sort of really get things moving at, at United mm, and yeah it should have just been a, a like a like for like change like Ferguson was leaving because he had to retire like he wasn't sacked or yeah. you know the club was doing well and being run well I think it, I think it should have just been alright let's keep all our coaches let's keep all the staff and everything because this is all working and just get and just replace Ferguson mm. with a, with another manager mm. Let's not rock the boat too much, but um, there was a lot of backroom 
changes and, and staff changes when Moyes came in, I think that I think that was the main problem. When a new manager comes in, he'll want to bring his own people in because he knows. I know, they're... I know. But if it's Manchester United, I think Manchester United should have turned around and gone, look, you know how, how it works here. Yeah. These people aren't broke. Yeah. They're very, very good, and they're going to help you be successful. So here's a question. Let's say if Arsene Wenger gets sacked or leaves at the end of the year, whoever yes. gets appointed after him, because he's been there, what, 19, 20 years now? Would Arsenal want to keep the same backroom staff and the new managers want to kind of come in and say, I want to bring my own people and do my own thing? Well, Arsenal might be slightly different because they... They're not they as good. <laughs> well, they, they haven't had, had the, the same success over the last decade. I'm with James on this. I agree. I agree totally. <laughs> <laughs> If you if if you took on a new job, Jalal. Yeah. Let's imagine I'm Arsene Finger. Le- no, no. Let's imagine. Let's imagine you're Diego Simeone. Let's imagine. Yeah. You're Diego Simeone. I'm Diego Simeone. Simeone. You're one of the the hottest prospects in Europe as a manager. Okay, I'm imagining that. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Oh. Oh. Bit nervous. Bit nervous. Okay. <laughs> right. So you're a bit nervous, and then Arsenal come knocking, and they say. Look, we've not won a trophy. Uh, excuse me, Arsenal. Did I say you could come in? <laughs> come in. Hello, we're, I'm Arsenal. Hello. Hello. Take a seat. Sorry, there aren't enough chairs, but... Um... Don't, don't worry, I'll, I'll sit. Um, right. We haven't won anything. Can you not lean against the back wall? I've just I painted that. Please don't lean against it. Don't lean. I don't, I don't care, you're sweaty. It's going to stain. Come on, sorry. Um, hello. Um... So Diego, yes. we we haven't won anything for about what two three years, and we've got an amazing stadium. Uh, we want you to take the job, uh-huh. but you have to use all the infrastructure we've got at the moment. Yeah, you can't appoint anyone else. Okay, what, 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 are you up for that? Yeah. Okay, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's how all football negotiations go. Well, they do with me. <laughs> they do with you. You're a very changeable fellow. Easy, right? <laughs> Okay, well, according to Jose Mourinho, uh, he will be in charge of the club next season in July. No. That, to me, doesn't seem like a Manchester United fit. That'd be a horrible appointment. I think what this season has proved is is that he's he's sort of a madman. Like, he's become almost too volatile and too much of a big character. Yeah, yeah. His ego's too big. The thing with Ferguson, why he was so successful is... Even though he had a massive ego, you still felt United were the biggest thing under Ferguson. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't matter whether you were Yapstam or David Beckham. If you got on the wrong side of Ferguson and therefore the club, you were gone. Whereas with Mourinho, it was it's all about him. You know, If he could rename Manchester United to Jose Mourinho United, he'd do it. But I just don't think it's the right appointment. It was also short term because he's done, what, average three, four years at each club? Jalal, would you employ someone who just stuck at a job for two years? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, are you going to talk? There's a few more football questions, James. Do you want to do these? I might go under the desk and eat my sandwich because I do, it's the, the football stuff bores me. So um, <laughs> I'm going to go. I've got to go under. I'm going to don't switch the under desk mics on. When you've got players, when you've grown up around players like Roy Keane and Beckham and Giggs and even early days Robson, Bruce, where they really put their heart on the line, you want this new set of players to do the same. Oh dear, get on the desk here. Hope Gunter's not recording this. Okay, my sandwich got got crest today, my sandwich. 
But it was an egg and crash, but I've got a, I'm off egg for a week, so I've got to, got to pickle the egg out, which is um, still a bit on the crash, but it's mainly crash. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's a bit nicer with eggs. I wonder what they're um. I wonder what they're talking about up there. Hmm. Sounds like they're still talking about football, don't they? I don't know what they. Um. The time we record this podcast. It's sort of evening because, you know, James is in LA. So I've got to sort of bring my lunch with me. I had enough of this sandwich, really. It wasn't, the crust was nice, but it's just bread now. Yeah. I might go and rejoin the guys. There's only so much you can um, you can say about football, isn't there? Hold on. I'm just swallow this mouthful. Got to chew it first. Remember that order. Chew, then swallow. I'm going to go and uh, join the guys. Hope Gunter didn't record this. I think if there was a wage cap, I think it would be really exciting. I think you'd get players playing for teams that they want to play for and see do well. All right, guys. Um, Sorry about that. I just had to pop under the desk to eat my sandwich. All right, okay. Ishan, let me uh, hit you with a final question. If you could take one player from Man United past and drop him into the current United team, who would it be? Eric Cantona, yeah, no doubt. That's what we need, that kind of talismanic guy just turning up, getting everyone, giving everyone a bit of a boost and just not holding any prisoners, taking any prisoners. Eric Cantona. He'd kick you to death before he'd take you prisoner. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a Palace fan, sure. wasn't it? It was yeah. a Palace fan, yeah. It was yeah. a Palace fan, amazing, <laughs> brilliant. But, um, yeah, Eric it's Cantona. It's sort of... Like there's there's a bit of pride that I, I I don't know if other Palace fans are the same, but Eric Cantona is so amazing that I feel a bit of pride to sort of be involved in that story yeah, in yeah, the yeah, yeah. smallest way possible. Yeah, is, is that fan still alive? <clears throat> is he around? No, he was kicked. He <laughs> was, was kicked, to, kicked to death by Cantona. Um, Cantona set a uh, set a load of seagulls on it after the match. <laughs> He chucked his limp, dead body on onto a barge and pushed him out. <laughs> pushed him out. <laughs> set yeah. a load of uh, seagulls onto him. So, oh. yeah, Eric Cantona in the Premier League in this team would just be amazing. It would be good, wouldn't it? What about mm. Best George Best? Well, Georgie B, you see, I, I don't know. I, I know they're great, but I don't. I never saw them, right? So, Cantona Have you seen footage though. Like he, like even in this day and age, when you watch fo- footage of yeah, it is amazing, glamorous as well, wasn't he? He was handsome. Ronaldo. He's another handsome one. He was a very <laughs> handsome one. Ronaldo yeah. as well, I guess. If we're if we're going back, Ronaldo would be yeah. a good one. That do you remember when we had that trio of Tevez, Ronaldo, and Rooney? Oh, good days. Van Nistelrooy. Oh, Van Nistelrooy. Hundred and fifty goals, two hundred and forty-nine games. What a record! You know your had stats. Some, don't had you? some good, good. Had some good players at United, didn't they? Yeah, we've had some In decent ones. <laughs> no wonder Three. you support them. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. We've had some really good players. Yeah. Uh, no, you're you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right to support them. Yeah. God, that in, that interview had a really had a beginning, middle, and end. It sort of brought down to 
it was antagonistic at the beginning about why you support and now we've sort of kind of yeah come you, full circle we've yeah. had moments of intensity as well I didn't expect it to be intense it's but please three pound bet three pound bet three pound bet three pound bet well last week we, we made bets and um, I don't we, we, we both went for Spurs to win at Villa we both went for Leicester to beat Newcastle and you went for a Bournemouth-Swansea draw, whereas I went yes. for Bournemouth. I, I think I remember saying Bulmers, but I, I did mean Bournemouth. Um, yeah, we've taken, taken the benefit of the doubt. Though. Right. Which means you didn't win, but I did. That's my second uh-huh. win. Um, uh-huh. So across the season, I'm £17 in debt, but you're £48 in debt. <laughs> oh, good. Because well you're, you're, you like the, the dangerous bet. Or as I go for the safe bet. Well, I thought that Bournemouth Swansea was. I thought the draw was a safe bet for that, but obviously I, be, I was proven wrong. Well done, congratulations. Anyway, that was last week. I've put it behind me. Now on to this week. Uh, this week's fixtures I'm looking at the uh, the early kickoff on Saturday is Everton v Arsenal. I'm going to go for a home win. Uh, Everton looked good against Chelsea. Lukaku looks great. I'm going to go for Everton. Jalal? Oh, gosh. Uh, now I'm going Arsenal. Going to go Arsenal? OK. All mm. right, interesting. Next game, I'm going to pick Palace. Palace v Leicester. Um, now, Palace have not won a league game all year, but Palace, in recent history... They tend to have a little bit of a say in the title race, and I think uh, I think Palace are going to win. I'm sorry to disagree with you there, but I think Ranieri's dilly ding, dilly dong bell is working right. wonders for them, and I think the <laughs> Leicester are going to do well. That's two games that we've we've mm. decided opposite. Mm. All right, and the last game I'm going to pick is the um, Manchester derby on Sunday. City are at home. Um, they are playing as we speak. They're playing right now. I've just had word from Gunther that uh, who's gone off with a calf injury? Vincent Company, of course. <laughs> yeah, Vincent Company's injured, obviously. Is that his name, Vincent Company? Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Vincent Company. What? It's the okay. funeral directors. <laughs> What's your company name, Vincent Company? <laughs> I'm going to go for City to win at home. Yeah, I'd go City. I've put it out on Twitter. I've asked for you, for a lot of you, your guys' opinions. At Payetti Bolognese just says banana purple disc. Thanks for your input. Okay. There's a couple uh, draw draw cities. Just trying to find anyone that's that's got the balls to uh, to back Palace. <laughs> no one. Absolutely no one. <laughs> but only time will tell. And as I say. I might be wrong, and I probably will be wrong, but if I am right, I'll look like a god. Remember to keep subscribing, keep getting in touch with us on Twitter, at Jalal Hartley. Uh, th- thank you to the people who made the internet, um, <clears throat> for the, <laughs> the people who um, build computers, uh, yeah. and microphones, and mouths. Yes, definitely. Uh, keep leaving your funny... Five-star reviews on iTunes. We didn't read any out this week, but we'll read, try and read some out next week. Because, there simply wasn't one. Uh, there was like too them. much football to talk about. 
There's too much bloody football, weren't there? Yeah. It keeps getting in the way of this podcast. And I'm feeling glad If you've ever been on a fans forum online, you'll know most of the conversation revolves around the manager, and plenty of people slag the manager off. So, Brondby manager Thomas Frank won't have been too worried about fans being critical of him on the internet, but he should have been. Brondby? Because one of those people... Yeah, Brondby, it's a, it it's like a Danish... A, oh. It's a Danish football team. They play like in yellow. a TV series. Like a cop. <laughs> no, like, um, like a, TV a costume... Uh, drama Brondby oh, like, Brondby. On, the, on the moors on the moors yeah and he's got like a big f- Brondby wears a big flowery blouse yeah like a sort of Heathcliff yeah shit we should write this down because people are lapping up all that nonsense at the moment next on ITV1 all new Brondby if you write a show with a handsome guy set in a bygone era or if you set a show with some dragons and boobs in it Dragons with boobs. That's what we should do. We should, we should, we should write a show, and the sort of the protagonist is a big dragon with a big massive set of tits on it, <laughs> <laughs> and it shoots fire from its tits. <laughs> and there's loads of orcs and dwarves that are running around trying to kill it. Some say the nipples can shoot fire a thousand yards. I don't believe in the existence of. Dragons with breasts. Get him in it. <laughs> Dawkins. He's a cop. He's a regional detective, and he just—he's just pure logic. He solves crimes through logic, and he—he—he he, he goes around different places of worship. Like he'll go to churches and mosques and things, and just um just prove the non-existence of God. And his little yeah. sidekick will be like, well. That's another god you've disproved. Yeah. Yes. All in a day. Yes. All in. All in a day's work, John. Here we go. Zoroastrianism. Here we go. <laughs> Who have we got next? Ah, Mormons. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.